please take my hand. Now open your mind to me. Please open your mind. Open your mind. Open your mind. This is Monica Perez, your libertarian voice on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB every Saturday from 3 to 6. We are going where I think others do not go. I don't know why this hasn't been exposed 24-7 as a propaganda uh, effort. Extremely unjust, from what I can tell. Normally, I'm like, uh, you know, I don't know what it's like to walk in somebody else's shoes. But this this Papa John's thing is definitely a setup. Papa John... Uh, is accused of having said the N-word, which he did. But he was pressured into saying it. He was referring to someone else. And what he was saying was, we don't use that word around here. We never have. It's not something we have to worry about. Stop worrying about it. We don't use that word. And um, that's what I'm getting out of this story. And for that, he's basically, I mean, he hasn't lost all his money, but he seems to have lost everything else and his reputation and everything. And I think he's actually handling it rather graciously if you listen to some of his interviews after the fact, but it's kind of hard to find the real story and his real words and his real statements. They're just not being brought out. But I think we should bring it out because it really demonstrates the power of fake news. I mean, this is fake news. I kind of laugh at that term because Trump only uses it about CNN and it's also on Fox and every place else that's just coming out of the glowing box 24-7. But this is CNN and it is really fake news. So Binkley, my producer, brought this stuff to me and uh, I find it very convincing. Before the break, we played the uh, a short clip of Don Lemon misrepresenting this and the end of um, that clip I want to play now uh, to set the tone and then I want to play Papa John in his own words about what really happened and let you see if you agree with me and then you can tell me what you think. So Binkley can you play for me the second half of that Don Lemon clip now? Up here, He's on the board of trustees for the University of Louisville and they're calling for the university to remove him as well. And I think that is the obvious next step. There should never, it should never be a surprise to us or a gift to us when someone gets out of the way um, when they're touting white, white supremacist beliefs or uh, racism. He should be so, removed of everything, of every public platform where he sits. Alice. Okay. So this was a, a guest on Don Lemon's show on CNN, or does she have some... It's a regular, regular commentator. Okay. Andrea right. Rye, I believe is her name. Okay, so she's saying that Papa John is, has white, is touting white supremacist beliefs and is a racist. So let's, let's see if you think that's what was really going on. Andy should lose all of his public platforms because of it. Yes, right, right, right. Uh... I want to play some of these clips and then I want to get into why they are after him and that the, the fold in with the communist philosophy mm -hmm. of uh, 
sacrificing yourself for the good of the collective. I think they're mad at him for pushing back on issues in the past from Obamacare to the commercial impact of the NFL take a knee movement just by say by speaking freely about that stuff with without prejudice it seemed like to me he got uh you're not allowed to get a you're not even allowed like i think scott bayo defended himself against what seemed to be false accusations of sexual misconduct and for that i believe he's like blacklisted in hollywood the idea the reason it's communist in my opinion is from what I understand about the Soviet era, you would have to sacrifice yourself for the good of the state, whether you were right or wrong, even if your ideology was correct and you were calling out real transgressions against the communist ideology, you were expected, at least in spy novels and stuff, you were expected to sacrifice yourself for the good of the state, which was also the party, the good of the party. So when somebody, that's why I feel like that's what I think the significance is of the Me Too movement where they're like, look, we're not going to wait for a trial or an investigation. It is your obligation to step down as a sacrificial lamb for this movement for the good of the party. You may or may not be repaid in the future, but this is our job as collectivists. And when a guy like Papa John doesn't heal, you know, doesn't adhere to this, He's going to go down and go down big. So she said he was touting white supremacist beliefs and was a racist. Now, let's play clip 29 just as a first foray into trying to understand what really happened. This is Papa John himself. They were promoting that kind of vocabulary and they kept hitting it. I'm like, no, we're not going to go. We're not going to do that. That's not how we we uh, that's not what we're about in our, our heart and soul at Papa John's. And they kept going. And I said, listen, so and so used the N word. I don't use the N-word, we don't use the N-word, and we've never used the N-word, so that's dead in the conversation. That sounds to me like they were pushing him and pushing him, and and you were saying, Binkley, that you have an insight into that because they were doing role-playing? This was a media training, and this was a role-playing scenario to handle media crisis, and I've worked in some of these environments facilitating corporate improv training workshop type stuff, and people are directed to get into it, get into the character, go there, commit to it. And especially when you understand who the people are that are working here, um, I can totally see where, where after watching this interview where he was being saying, no, go there, say it, say it. What would Colonel say? Like, I can totally see him being pushed and directed into making this um, comment again, like he didn't want to. That's what it sounds like yeah. to me. I don't know if some of these other clips get into that. Maybe clip 13 or possibly clip 27 um, emphasizes that he really didn't want to talk, that this was not coming from him. Yeah. Either one of those. You referenced Colonel Sanders, KFC. Have you heard from them? Are they upset with you? We heard something that's well, possibly suing. I haven't heard that. Um, the... That would have never come up if, you know, Forbes hadn't um, hadn't brought it up and, you, you know, made, forced me to address it. I think what happened was the media people set him up and had this piece of um, of audio that they were recording that they were going to use against him. And they gave it to Forbes and Forbes went with the obvious 
misrepresentation of what he was saying and didn't go to him, but published it instead and then made it a federal case. So it's really, you know, I think he's batting it back and saying Forbes is the one who put it out there. I didn't. Yeah. Uh, you know? And in clip 14, he yeah. acknowledges that. Uh, well, let's hear it. I don't blame anybody for being upset with me or with Papa John's because of what they think that I said. If I thought I said what they think I said, I'd be upset too. And, um, you know, I, I um, uh, again, it was out of, it was represented out of context. Yeah, so he's saying, but even just saying it was represented out of context, I don't think goes far enough. I, I they, don't either. They baited him into saying something he did not want to say, and he said, I never say that. That's why I'm not saying it, you know? Yeah. And for that, he's a white supremacist, right. touting white supremacist beliefs. And the person who... Runs who owns the place now is a guy named Casey Wasserman who bought it in April. See, Papa John's had been working with that company previous to that, so this guy was new into the into the mix. Now, Wasserman is he is the hair of uh, like a an agency, a Hollywood agency. His his great grandfather, his grandfather's oh, whole that family. That name sounds familiar. Like mm -hmm. I think Les Wasserman was his great uh, his granddad's name. But he is a major liberal donor. He held a fundraiser for Hillary Clinton in 2016, and his family has a history of being influential in the Democratic Party. And his company bought the company in April, a month before this happened. Wow, a month before that. Yeah. Wow, so. Obviously, so they were baiting him, they were recording it, and they got it published. Sneaky of them to put it in Forbes, which is not generally considered, it's not a liberal rag. They, yeah. You know what I mean? That's interesting. There's so much more, and look, the lines lit up. <laughs> I hope my, hope my, uh, our new board is working right. Um, people have a lot to say about this. So we'll finish playing a little, few more clips, but we'll also take some calls after the break. 800 WSB Talk. You can also tweet at me, at Monica Perez Show. Monica Perez. Your show is the grand prize for so many of us. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We really struck a chord with this Papa John stuff, I got to tell you. Um, we've got more of it to come. Uh, lots of calls. I'm going to get to as many as I can. I'm going to take a quick one right now. Charlie in Oxford, you are on with Monica. Yeah, this thing is just like out of a uh, communist playbook. And if you saw videos from communist China, all the people that they would put up on a stage and hang, uh, you know, names on their neck and let people stand and yell insults at them, they had to be uh, publicly shamed. And that's what we're trying to do now is, is if you don't toe the line, you're publicly shamed and you have to be destroyed. You have to lose everything that you have. Yes, you're I mean, so, that, yes, that, that, that is another element of it. I thought you were going to maybe echo yeah. what I had said earlier, but you, and you don't even have to be guilty, but you cannot push back. Well, here's another thing, and I, and I know I'll, I will be harassed for saying this probably, but let's say a man did say that word. You lose everything in your life for saying that word? I mean, where have we come to that it's like this? 
Well, the reason they, I believe that what's behind this is they take a word that everybody can agree is bad and hurtful and has no I, place, yes, right? I agree. And then, yeah. and then they say, okay, we've now established a baseline of something you are not permitted to think, okay? And then yeah. they can fold into that stuff that does have dialectical value or argumentative value. You know what I mean? You can, you you take the stuff like Bill Cosby. Okay, if he drugged and raped these girls, then maybe he doesn't actually deserve Sixth Amendment protection, right? So you right. can all agree that he can get screwed over because somebody has to do something about that guy. And then you can take it to another, a different level where it's not so clean cut or it's not such a an obvious bad thing, but you've set the baseline where... You take away people's rights to self-defense. Well, did you see the story last night about the three African-American uh, interns in Washington, D.C. that got turned down by an Uber driver because they had a Make America Great hat in their hand? No, I didn't uh, see And that. he said, you cannot ride and I will not give you a ride. Well, that's interesting because you're not allowed to... Re- deny people service certainly in taxis but maybe you know you're if you're that bad uh i gotta take a break but i'll be right back and we can finish up on all of this after the break at monica perez monica perez this will not stand you know this aggression will not stand man on news 95.5 and am 750 wsb we are in the home stretch. There's never enough time, but uh, we have until six o'clock and we're going to make the most of it. Wrapping up this outrageous story about Papa John's. And um, it's more than just taking this guy out. It's a it's a new method of where you're not permitted to defend yourself. We just got a great call. That's straight out of the communist manifesto. What's good for the collective. You must sacrifice yourself for the collective. But we just got another great call saying, if you look at old films of uh, Red China, they would publicly shame people, hang signs on their necks and, uh, you know, strip them of everything. And that's what they're trying to do to this this guy. And I would say I can't I'm not seeing a good reason. I want to give you a prize pack first and then um, we're going to play some more clips and rapid fire through the calls if we can. Uh, the prize pack today is a family four-pack of tickets to see the Gwinnett Stripers at Cool Ray Field. You can go anytime during the regular season, which is awesome. So the first to call this special number, not the regular number, 404-741-0750 gets that prize. So Binkley, my producer here, um, always handy with the outrageous clips and all that. What... Uh, there was one clip you sent me that it was a little bit long. It's about a whole minute. It was Papa John being interviewed by a radio host, I believe. And, uh, and he lays out some backstory here. I think if I'm not mistaken, do you have that clip 11? I do. All right. Uh, who is it? He's talking to He's talking to a guy named Terry miners. All right. News uh, radio, Eight Forty, Kentucky. Okay. Let's hear it. You think that that word was induced out of you by them. Do you think there was a nefarious process in place that this company that was supposedly helping you working with you was out to get you um let's put it this way they're no longer our agency of record and uh unbeknownst to me before the, the training they were let go as our media buyers 
and so they were a little bit upset with uh, with Papa John's before we went into the the training session. So um, I don't like the whole dynamics of the way they went about the training and the preparation, and then the um, then running the comments to, to Forbes. Uh, but again, Terry, I have to own this, and uh, you you can't talk like that, even if I'm provoked. And even if it's in media training, you can't, you can't, even if so, I was saying what somebody else said, but you can't do that either. So he, you're right. He's really not great, you know, at explaining. And I think, I still think he's a little bit naive because he's like, well, they were mad for losing the, um, the deal, but. You tell me, Binkley, that the guy who now owns the company kind of slipped in. I, I I don't know. I doubt this guy who I think wasn't Papa John a known Trump supporter. Yeah, he yes. donated to Trump. So why would he hire a media firm owned by a very well-known liberal? And the and the reality is they were his firm before the Wasserman came in and bought it. Right. Yeah. So maybe he doesn't even realize that it was even deeper than that. And then there's another clip. Uh, you know, he just doesn't seem as worked up as I would be if this is what was happening. Do clip 26. All right. They wanted $6 million to make it go away. Like, I'm paying you $6 million. And, you know, they made it pretty clear that if uh, the words were, if I don't get my effing money, I'm going to bury the founder. And said to one of the executives, "So, I, I'm not for sale. You know, they can take the six million, and whatever they're, you know, they're not getting it. So, yeah, they tried to extort us, and we held firm, and <laughs> they took what I said, and they ran to Forbes, and Forbes printed it, and it went, uh, it went viral. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the six million dollars was a trap. Also, that if he paid it, you know, because Cosby paid that chick off." For something he says he didn't really... An admission of guilt. Right. So I think that this thing was absolutely political from the beginning. And uh, and I want to go yeah. to a call, I think, dovetails with that. Uh, JR in Gainesville. JR, you are on with Monica. Uh, Monica, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Listen, this is exactly where we are as a nation. This is literally political warfare. And until we start getting smart and conducting ourselves along the lines of warfare. We're going to continue to get our uh, clocks cleaned. Let me say this. This is absolute retribution for him standing with Donald Trump with the NFL protests against uh, the players. I don't think he stood with him against the players, did he? Well, did, 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 didn't they pull their advertisement for that, for the NFL? Yeah, but Bigley tells me what, what really was just a, was a comment that was neutral. Go ahead. Just was, listen for a second, JR. Binkley, go. He was talking to, to donors and to about the not donors, investors, investors in his public yeah, company about the reports. Yeah, like the uh, quarterly reports. And the, they were down. And he believed the reason they were down is because the NFL viewership was down. And Papa John's was the was an official sponsor of the NFL. So Correct. people weren't seeing their ads. They weren't buying as much pizza. And he attributed it to, to them not solving the problem of the the knee, the kneeling for the anthem thing. But I don't, are you saying, Jr. that you think that Papa John's stood with Trump beyond just that? Uh, in a way, but let me say this. This is politi- the demonization of politics at its yes. best, where, where what happens is 
the moral masters of the universe come up with a contrived event or story or outrage, just like the migrant crisis or whatever. They claim the moral high ground, and anyone who isn't against them, they get to literally destroy. Now, this is not that far down the road before we get to the Colosseum-filled you know, lions where they were putting Christians in them, you know, thousands of years ago, where you isolate someone, where you make the Jews wear the Star of David in Germany, so we're identifying that person, we're going to push them out, they're going to be an outlier, and then we basically get to do whatever we want with them, take their rights, take their homes, take their businesses, take their property, yeah, I imprison think what's, them. What's interesting is that on the one hand, it's identity that's that is historically like the worst thing you can do, like a genocide, any kind of ethnic based persecution like that. And I agree. That's I mean, I'm an individualist. Any individual who loses his rights, it's as bad as a whole group or whatever. But they're going to extend this to political views and say, now, your identity is sacrosanct, but your politics are a choice. And if you're evil, you're evil, man. <laughs> well, well Ma- Monica, this is where I'm going to extend this to. You don't have our view of, of abortion or gay rights. It's going to be the same isolation, the same separation, the same demonization. And I'll say this. The, the, the sad part, the paradox here, the really sad part is we have these feigned moral outrages that are basically set up hit jobs. And then on the other end of the spectrum, Monica, we've got true national security being compromised with the Awad scandal. No one goes to jail. No one's prosecuted. No one's, you know, you know, suffering under the penal system for breaking massive, serious fel- you know, laws See, at the felony level. I can't go into I feel like that's you're going into the dialectic where it's pure left, right, pure Democrat, Republican. I can't do that. But I can say you know, because I, I feel like the real issue are the fundamental rights that we are being set up to lose, the First Amendment rights. It's I started the year by saying the theme of the year is going to be you're a Democrat or you're evil. And evil can be punished. So identity can't be punished, but your political viewpoints, if they make you evil, can be punished and you have no rights because you're subhuman at that point. Uh it's all getting rather disgusting, in my opinion. But um, I don't know. I, I still I still think the same solution is always absolutely full on the sword for our protections. I'm telling you, the Sixth Amendment, make sure people get real rights to self-defense. I, I don't know. Um, let me keep going. I want to go to Ron and Canton. Hi, Ron. You're on with Monica. Hi, Monica. You know, I read about this Papa John's store a day or two ago, and it gave the context, so I didn't think much of it. And then I look at what he's done today and divesting himself and stepping down from this and that. Why don't these people fight back instead of be steamrolled? I don't understand it, and he's got the money to do it. Yeah, you know, I was trying to find his answers. First of all, when you I think the whole point is to teach you a lesson for fighting back. I don't think um, Scott Bayo, I think, fought back and was punished (laughs) for it. And I look at some other people, Kalanick, even I wonder sometimes way down the rabbit hole about Joan Rivers. Go. Binkley. I think hiring a PR firm to help you manage these situations is how people fight back. 
because he, he doesn't have the natural ability to do that. Like Trump is very good at doing that kind of thing naturally. Companies hire PR firms to help them strategize this, and he happened to get some get like a Trojan horse in there. Trojan horse for sure, because I really it looks to me like they bought the company in order to get to him, and the company was ripe for that perhaps because they had lost the the bigger business of the media. I really don't know what the nuance is there, but it looked very stinky, like a setup from the beginning. And I just would not think of the major Hillary donor as a guy this person would choose to help him navigate these icy waters after he stepped in it a couple of times, doing what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to explain why your revenue, why your sales are down. You're supposed to explain it in no uncertain terms. And as a matter of fact, you have a fiduciary duty to do that. If you did not tell the truth, you could be held liable for that. It's deceptive. And he said to satisfy the problem in a way that satisfies the players. Really? Yeah. Yeah, this guy's getting handed to him. And, and I think that bad politics like being having evil trumpian views isn't anywhere near as grievous a sin as being rational and intelligent and like your the cavill story you sent me henry cavill whatever the <laughs> actor who like said some views about hashtag me too and they seemed reasonable and they're just like you're disgusting you're i don't want to be called a rapist for not raping anyone you're a rapist it's like what Anyway, sorry, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, maybe we can talk about it after the break. This is Monica Perez. Monica Perez. Thank you so much for dragging me down the rabbit hole. On News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Wrapping it up, uh, I wanted to let you know that you can hear the Republican candidates for governor debate on WSB Sunday at 1230 to 1.30. Casey Cagle and Brian Kemp square off. See it on Channel 2 Action News and hear it on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And I will give you my two cents on all that next Saturday from 3 to 6. I am, uh, we got to wrap it up, but there is more of this. Binkley, tell people how they can hear this podcast, hear, hear other stuff. And I did take a little vacation. We'll be back on the podcasting this week, too. Go to PropagandaReportDaily.com, click on the Apple or Android icon on the right, and you can find our shows there. That's awesome. Uh, I am going to give David 45 seconds because he's been on hold so long. David, can you give me what you got in 45 seconds? We ready to lock up the new. Yeah. Nope. Great job. Sorry, buddy. I lost him. He was on hold for so long. Um Okay, so then how about you take the last word, Binkley? What do you? What's the takeaway on the Papa John's thing? What should he do? What should we do? You got 15. Well, my takeaway from that is the fact that the, the, the story here, really, if it was an objective media, would be that somebody accused a major liberal donor who was a major Hillary Clinton fundraiser of uh, extortion for $6 million, yet the story is about how he's a racist, the other guy, Papa John's guy. Yeah, that's a good point. And you know what I think is a big tell is are the dogs that don't bark. Why does it? Why isn't yeah. Fox saying what we're saying? Right, exactly. You know, it's all it's all a scam. Anyway, visit us on propagandareportdaily.com, and we will be back here on WSB next Saturday from three to six. This is Monica Perez. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.